You are now listening to Undrafted GM with your host, Lo. All right, we are back with another episode of Undrafted GM. Um, mistakenly, I lost count. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to update myself on that. <laughs> but uh, we have a special guest in studio today to my left, Arizona Cactus Football League owner, Matt Archer. How are you, sir? Good, thank you. Doing well. Happy I'm excited to, to have you here. Uh, so not your first time in the studio, but first time in the official Say What You Will radio studio. Yep. Last time I was here, you guys were still putting it together. Still. And it looks good then. <laughs> Man, looks good now. Appreciate that. I appreciate you lying to the community. So, <laughs> uh, but we're excited to have you, man. So, uh, I was excited to bring you on. Uh, it's kind of all our pre kickoff special for you. You got week one of your season coming up as of right now. As of right now, next Saturday. So we, we put the cleats on and we finally determine who's going to run the gauntlet this year man so. uh i won't make you air out any predictions i'll let you keep that to yourself but oh, i can uh, if you want just hey, people don't want to hear them you know what <laughs> you know what if you want to stay tuned for his predictions i'll make them i'll make them air them out at the end at least week one yeah there you go uh well i'll tell you what so you know talk to us a little bit about you know how this came to be well this season uh, came to be because i was disappointed that we finished unfinished however you want to put it from last season so i was determined to make sure that we at least fulfilled our commitment to the teams and the fans and the players that was really how this season came about but you know the league was um conceptual design was based on a, a dream of mine that i had for a team that i owned and i just wasn't getting the love from the league so i decided to do it on my own and uh here we are just uh Rocking and kicking butt, and I don't know how explicit I can get on your show, but I know I, I tend to use the, some words. But you know uh, what, I've kicking said, ass and taking names. There you I go. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, and you know what, and that's great. And you know, you have a tendency to be a little too modest at times. But I mean, you know, let's see what we're technically in year three. Obviously, you're yeah. This is our season. This technically our start of our season three. Right. Um, so, but we really only had what four week, five weeks last year. Right. Um, I think we made it through four games with the rainouts and stuff. Right. But. Yeah, it was enough to give me enough uh, insight of what this year was going to look like with the teams and players and things we needed to fix and work on. So I got an extra three months to really do that. So do you think I that would uh, of it. Yeah. Do you think that was crucial for you guys for to be prepared for this season with everything that they have going on? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, the players especially were upset in COVID and, and you know, a lot of them like I, I felt thought I was controlling like that sort of thing with the league and, or the fields and I wasn't. But um it really gave me an opportunity to sit back and just kind of pay attention to what we need to um, predict or try to overcome moving forward. Mm. And then I got three months extra to really focus on what we're going to do this year. Yeah. So we can talk about all that stuff too. Yeah, the show. for sure. And yeah, and I definitely want to get into that because COVID's affecting everybody. And I mm -hmm. mean, your business is the most, you know, people facing business. There's, it's literally a contact sport. So uh, uh, shout out Andrew Jones. I see him out there in the comments with the little Lions logo. Uh, I'll forgive you for the Lions logo. I'm just kidding. But uh, shout out Andrew Jones for that awesome intro, by the way, as well. Um, stay tuned. We're going to have a little bit more from him coming up here soon. Uh, but if you guys are just tuning in again, this is Undrafted GM. I have Matt Archer, Arizona Cactus Football League owner here to my left. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about how last season ended. Um, what was that like? Well, you know what? When you. Obviously, the country all got news similar time, but, you know, how was it to respond to that? It was personally, it was kind of a blessing. Mm. I got a chance to just, you know, a lot went into the season to start and we we're still working on some internal, you know, staffing and things like that. And, and you know, it, it gave us an opportunity to, you know, reevaluate that. But at the same time, that week before we canceled or everything got shut down. That was probably the best week the CFL's ever had from an operational standpoint. Yeah. We had no fights, no ejections. All the players had knew what they were doing. All the staff showed up. Sponsors Man. came in. It was it was the perfect weekend right. from compared to any other weekend we'd had. So I was like, this is finally we figured we finally got the magic juice. I'm calling it like we figured it out. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and now and then, you know, the 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 the, uh, the government decided to shut shut everything down. So um, and then I just, you know, just kind of had to go into my hole and let, let the players and the teams kind of accept what happens and, and just kind of figure out how to move forward from there. Right. And, you know, that's a big thing. I mean, you know, there's not very many people in this country, let alone, you know, the world that own an actual league of a sport. And so mm -hmm. that being the case, you know. Was there a precedent that you looked at? I mean, this was an unprecedented time for everybody. I don't know if there was or not. Um, 
not really don't really know yeah to be with you. and uh you know because i'll be honest there was a lot of players and things like that that were like you know what do we do now there mm-hmm. was this is the biggest gap that we've had you know uh at least since i've had any affiliation with semi-pro and yeah. so uh that being the case you know you said it was beneficial for you for downtime i think that's awesome so you know with everything coming up this year, you know, there's so many challenges to face. What are some of the things that you guys are doing to prepare? Um, we had to do a complete, um, a complete uh, overhaul of our, uh, you know, COVID protocols and how we're going to move within the schools and, you know, how the players have to come and check in just a lot of that stuff. Okay. Um, you know, and then also we had to anticipate not having fans. Right. So that was another big kind of like, how do we handle that? But, from what I understand, maybe our first two, three weeks, maybe we may not have fans. But I think by the end of March, we should be fully and hopefully back open with everything. And so with that being the case, you know, not having fans and then uh, that being something that, you know, you guys are going to potentially transition back to. Um, maybe from a marketing standpoint, how do you think you'll be able to kind of get and regain that fan interaction? You know, I, I think it's just going to be just got to keep pushing forward and do the marketing and, you know, just let everybody know we're there. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of just pick up where we left off last year. And why do you think it is that semi-pro, especially in the Southwest, because I know back east is pretty popular. Why do you think it hasn't really caught on as much here so far? Um, You know, my per- there's some people out there watching. My personal opinion is nobody's brought a business mindset to it, okay. at least in a while. I know the AZFL, when they first started back in the 90s, they were pretty in tune with what was going on and you know they had a radio show and stuff but i think the other leagues um they just haven't embraced the change in times right you know and and um, with social media and you know just trying to give the players what they want i don't think anybody's really taken a step back and analyzed that yeah and that's kind of what i did you know was one of our vision was to bring it to that level you know as you hear me say all the time semi-pro does not mean semi-professional so you know, that's something we've been trying to do slowly over the last few years, just slowly get these guys to understand, you know, there's things you have to do and things you can and can't do. And they're catching on. And the ones that don't, they'll just get left behind. Yeah. You know, just to be point blank with you. Right. Well, and, you know, with semi-pro, there's so many different, you know, misnomers out there about it. And obviously some of that comes from previous leagues and previous people that have attempted to have those leagues. And, you know, with that being the case, you know, was there anything that, when you were building this model, when you were like, Hey, you know, I think I want to move forward with this. What kind of were some of the goals that you had that you're like, okay, I'm not going to wind up being this as a league. Yeah. The the first goal I think was to, you know, just change it from being a hobby to a business. Mm-hmm. Um, as when, when you're talking to people that say they're business owners or they're business minded and they don't really understand what that means and what it takes to be a business owner, that's when you start having the conflicts. So the whole point for me was to change the mindset of the current owners and anybody that's coming into the league and try to hold them to a higher standard. And it's been a slow going. We've been slowly working on it. You know, it's not moving as fast as I want it to, but it definitely is. I do see the change in it. I do see that. Um, The other goal was to, to really have a mini NFL. That was ultimately my ultimate was to have our own little arena style level playing field using the eight or 11 man on the full field. So, yeah. And so far so good, you know, I mean, you know, for the fact that, you know, even though last season was a half, that wasn't anything due to the play or the level of play. It was just, you know, due to obviously government Mm -hmm. regulations. So definitely been successful there. Um, You know, taking that step and, you know, like you said, mini NFL um, take us through, like, you know, when you think about from a player perspective, some of the things that, they're going to be getting from experiencing time in the league. Mm-hmm. What do you think are some of the benefits of playing semi-pro? Semi-pro, I think, just allows you to interact with people that have the same or similar goals. I wouldn't say the same, similar, and they want to be able to um, have fun at the same time. I think players can also experience the veteran guy like you know Andrew Jones, for example, stellar athlete, right. got hurt in college time, his college era, and just never kind of went anywhere from there. Other than, you know, maybe a, a lower level Juco or, and then he got into semi pro and he's dominating this league. Right. And I think a lot of guys that are athletically available or able to move on, they're not mentally ready. Okay. And that's one of the things that I really admire about Andrew. He's a great leader. And he, you know, there's so many of them out there. I could go on days and days about leaders in the league, but 
he gives those younger guys that experience, you know, and that, and that's, uh, you know, kind of one of the things too that, that I look forward to and all that stuff. And that's great. You know, with undrafted GM, one thing that we've actually been getting into lately is a lot of how important mentorship in football mm-hmm. is in terms of having leaders and having them be a good example of not only what you do as a professional on the field, but like you said, an organizational standpoint as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, even in the NFL, we see poorly run organizations and what that oh, does. Yeah. Look um, at the Washington Redskins. Exactly. Perfect example. <laughs> they're the Redskins and they'll always be the Redskins in my, until I <laughs> they die. They don't even have a team name but, right now. They're doing you know, so that, well. That owner in the Miami Dolphins, they struggled for a few years. I think we made a joke about it on the last show. The guy yep. was offering it. I'll sell it for a dollar. Oh, man. I'll pay you a hundred times what you're asking. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. That's one of my ultimate goals is to own an NFL team. Have some portion of an NFL team. I don't even care what team it is because I think the mindset and the the vision that we brought to not only the Spartans when we started that team, but also the league, that can trickle all the way up into the NFL. Yeah. And the teams that come into those, you know, new head coaches that it's all about the team and gets rid of the selfish players, they win Super Bowls. Yeah. And I'm you know? guessing you're referencing yes. teams like Tampa Bay. Um Arians, not yeah. only like the Bucks, but he's probably my favorite coach of all. When he was in the Cardinals. He came in and just told you how it was. Yeah. We're doing this. It's team atmosphere. You don't like it? Go talk to Bidwell and get your release. Get the hell That's on right. out of here. I don't yeah. have time for this. Like, and, you know, even though we didn't win any major events during those years he was here, you could just tell that the, the team morale was there. You know, we had some quarterback issues of the Cardinals. But I think if we would have had Bruce Arians with Kyler Murray, I think we'd have a whole different dynamic, dynamic. at least at the NFL level for the right. Cardinals. But th- it trickles down to us. You know, we can still be professional and, and do that. So, and yeah, and I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It, it kind of, you know, it's that trickle down effect of, hey, you know, if the top's right, everything else underneath it will yeah. naturally fall under that. And so, you know, there's been so many changes, you know, in the organization just within these couple of years of how you've structured things, yeah. and what games look like and staff looks mm-hmm. like. Um, what would you say is the biggest piece do you think game day success, you know? Game day success. I I have to give a shout out to my field managers, um, Stephen Learned and and Bush. Um, Bush was a runner last year. He kind of just helped wherever we needed him to. He was always um, he was always just whatever I needed him to. So this year we actually assigned him to to one of our fields. So he's now in charge of that field from oh, open to finish. And then I brought in um a director of facilities, Rob Gray. So he's going to kind of be my right hand. Oh Because wow. I can't be everywhere at once. Right. So. Him and I will split the duties and one will be at one field and the other one and then Raph will help us. So we, we right. put some more people into the game day. Right. Like actual I call it operations, but just the function of the, the field. Right. So hopefully that'll eliminate some of the stress and me having to work sixteen hours for that day and just be Man. you know, by seven o'clock I was done. I didn't really care what happened. I just kinda <laughs> like I just want to close up and get out of here. Right. So, but now I get to enjoy the, the actual day and show up when I need to. So Right. And you know, I mean a big thing is, you know, there was obviously a league that we were in that kind of inspired you to take this step mm-hmm. forward. It was the uh, Gridiron Football League, which was around yep. for a little bit as well. Um, you know, and when you think back to like those kind of times, would you say that there was like a moment that kind of sparked like, hey, you know, I, I need to take this step. I could do this. Um, there was actually two moments. Our first year when we lost in the semifinals and I told everybody on the team that I had already paid for next year. And I needed a month to recoup. Um, I did an hour drive home. By the time I got home, I don't know if you remember, but I was back in the group chat. Like, we're, yeah, I'll we're see you it. guys on Monday. Like, I'm not, I didn't even take one full day off. I was already pre-planning for the next season. Right. And then when, um, you know, the start of that second year, we, we had some hiccups with the league and guys not paying. And then I found out that some of the teams were getting discounts. And it was, there was a lot of just, not to air out too much dirty laundry, but there was just a lot of stuff that didn't sit well with me. Right. And then I felt like my hands were tied with the team. You know, I couldn't get any help from the league when it came to, you know, the social media presence and trying to sell tickets and all that stuff. So um, me and Raphael, we just started to, you know, once Aaron took the reins that year and, and the the field play was working, him and I started really working on the, the, the main foundation of the league. And, you know, we spent uh, probably a good three months and we have whiteboards and, we just dissect every angle. What what's the GFL do good? What's the DFL do good? What's and then what do they all do bad? And just how do we fix that stuff? You know. Yeah, you're definitely a whiteboard guy. That's something yeah. I, I've definitely noticed from my time yeah. around you for sure. I either talk to myself while I'm driving, 
That's one thing I like. I I hey. vocally think out loud when I'm right. driving, and then I also have the whiteboard. So do the whiteboard, take a picture, erase it, keep and then, going, and then right. I have all the slides to go back through. That's great. Like I literally could show you our game day layout for this um, for the press box on my phone because we did it in the office. So oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Drew all the lines, had all everything all laid out. What components we need, all that stuff. So right. It just helps you. When you're running five businesses, you have to be able to reference stuff and go back to it because you're not going to retain all that information. Right. You just won't be able to retain it all. So, and I'm glad you brought that up. That's a pretty good segue. I wanted to talk about you know you do own five businesses. You're yeah. a very busy man. W- what keeps driving you to make make this difference? You know, I think what drives me is is I just don't want to leave nothing behind. Mm-hmm. And and I don't even call it a legacy, but you know, someday it'd be nice to you know, have your name somewhere and just people, you know, kids in the younger generations get to benefit from the, you know, the, the trail that we've laid out and, and do those paths and stuff. Um, you know, and the second thing is probably my grandfather who passed away, you know, before I was born, but he just worked his butt off whatever he could do to make sure his family had what they needed. And so my dad's the same way. He's always had a job, yeah, two or three jobs. Um, and so, you know, not that I make my kids, you know, they get handed stuff to them. It's complete opposite. Yeah. You know, I make my kids pay taxes. Yeah. So fruit snacks, candy, soda, if they get something that's, you know, I want to say a payment or something they did, they got to give some of it to dad. So I'm trying to teach them some of those things that, you know, that they're going to learn the hard way in life. So I'm trying to prepare them a little bit for that. Right. So you get your check. You wonder why there's 20% gone and nobody told you why. Now you're pissed off. Right. (laughs) You know, it's kind of the same concept, Like you don't get a full bag of fruit snacks. So, but, um, you know, driven, I just, I want to be able to have choices and not have to really depend on somebody else to pay my bills. If that makes sense, which I, everybody depends on somebody, no matter if you're Elon Musk or you're right. Matt and low. You were depending on somebody to pay your bills, but when you have the options to do other things and focus on other stuff, that's what drives me. Right. To be able to just have love options. That. I love that. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I do want to kind of get into something real quick because Matt's put a heck of a product together and uh, we actually have a little video that we piece together as well. Uh, shout out to I am iconic for that. Um, we're going to go ahead and show a little bit of a video, a little bit of the talent around the AZCFL. So you're going to be able to get a taste of that. And then we'll be right back after that with a commercial break. And we'll jump back in with Matt. Football is a game of extreme persistence and determination. And the AZCFL offers the highest level of talent in elite competition in the Southwest. So get out of your seat and prepare yourself for the Arizona Cactus Football League. All right. And we are back. I just want to talk a little bit about some of the sponsors for the team. Um, the uh, obviously to my left, we still have Matt Archer in studio, <laughs> Arizona Cactus Football League owner and actually sponsor of the undrafted yeah. GM show. So appreciate you for that. No problem. Um, but we do want to talk about some more of our sponsors. Real big shout out to Andrew Jones for that awesome intro to the show, as well as the intro to that video. Uh, we actually have more clips of some of that talent around the AZCFL coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but big shout out to Andrew Jones for that work. Uh, shout out to I am iconic for the edit, uh, Wiley beats for the beat on that. But I want to also give a big shout out to the Espinoza group who sponsors the entire network here. Um, if you need any real estate work done, you're going to want to reach out to them as soon as possible. Uh, mythical beards. That is a new company here, uh, with the say what you will radio network. Uh, we're bearded guys here. Yep. He's got it. Pa- uh, pops behind the production there. He's got the beard. So if you need any beard products. They even do colognes guys. Got them want to reach out to Mythical Beards. You can reach them on Instagram as well as their website. Uh, Gray Feather Farm, another awesome uh, production company there. They do uh, different oils and different uh, lotions and creams and things like that for your skin. So if you're a guy that needs skincare product, if you need a gift coming up here for Easter, definitely want to reach out to them. Uh, shout out to Nut Tree Design Company as well. Uh, dec- uh, decorum, decorative, different things such as uh, cutting boards with custom engraved uh, recipes and ingredients on there. So uh, make sure to check them out on Etsy as well. Uh, but again, big shout out to AZCFL. Yeah, now you can find everything, just so you know, at saywhatyouwillradio.com. Just go to the sponsors link and all of our sponsors are there. They'll take you right to their page. 
And if you're wondering who that ghastly voice is behind the mic there, that is Pops behind the uh, behind the production right there. So, uh, yeah, I'm ghastly, man. He's got the <laughs> voice for you radio. Got that that face, yep. too. So, <laughs> no, nah, I just got to give him a hard time. I, I just got to give him a hard time. The face, I think, is right. I yeah. don't know about the voice. <laughs> no, nah, I had to give him a hard time, but... Uh, Pops is back there on the production, but yeah, go to saywhatyouwillradio.com, go to our sponsors tab, you'll be able to find out everything there. I see in the uh, chat there, Greg Rudeau with the Lions logo as well. Man, too many Lions on the stream right now. But Starting we'll to wonder that. something. They got to, you know, they they like to, I think Andrew's probably blasting this all over. Right, because he's got all, his, stuff. all yeah. his work on there. We appreciate you, man. But, yeah, we do. Um, yeah, and so, you know, we've talked a little bit about some of the challenges that you face with the league, some of the things that... Uh, you know, you've been trying to work through and some of the things that have been driving you to this point. Um, talk to me about with all the re- regulations, with all the changes that you made, what are some of the expectations that you have for this season? I think as far as the field play goes, I expect, I expect to see a lot of very like high intense games, competitive football. competitive football. I'm excited to see a couple of the new teams. Shout out to the Titans. They've been working really hard over there, and I'm excited to see that team and just see what they can do. And if you want to know who he's talking about in particular, that's the West Valley Titans. Any teams that we talk about here today on Undrafted GM, you can actually go to azcfl.com. Under that team list, you'll be able to find their personal page. So you'll want to check that out because part of the reason we have Matt in studio today is pre-kickoff special coming up here on the 27th. Okay. Week from today, we have kickoff. It's actually going to be mainly at Cortez Fingers High crossed. School. Cortez yep. and Sunny Slope. Cortez yep. and Sunny Slope High School there. Um, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. You can find the matchups as well as the scheduling on the league side as well. Um, but, yeah, so you were saying competitive football, is a, yeah. it's going to be close. I agree. There's a lot of talent in the league this There's year. Been a, been a lot of uh, predictions and trash talking over the last 10 months. So I'm excited to see some of that That that. Uh, Roll out. I'm really looking forward to lots of pieces of humbled pie to be served. Yeah, there's there's going to be uh, a lot of shocks around the league for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to speak. I'll stay neutral on all that. But I. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot out there. But um, you know, as far as the league level of competition, um, one thing I wanted to ask is obviously in recent years a big issue for the football community is the lack of the traditional JUCO programs, mm-hmm. right? Those went away. Would you say that kind of helped attribute to what you've built here with, you know, some of the talent that's come in? Yeah, absolutely. We've had, a, um, we actually have a JUCO team out of California is trying to join the league, but they just, um, you know, we, a lot of uh, political stuff coming into that, but there is some JUCO teams that are interested in, in, you know, at least playing some of our teams. Um, you know, what, what, the state shutting that down. I think that was the biggest mistake that they could have made on a personal level, not right. even because it, it is benefiting us as a league and teams, but for the kids sake, it, it definitely, you know, a lot of them seem semi pro. It's like, all oh, these are, you know, old guys like me and, and, and they're just, you know, they don't have any interest when they come to find out. It's really our main age groups, 18 to 25. Those right. are like, that's like the main, that's group. the core, that's the yeah. core age group for us. Um, You know, so and I think that they uh, they don't like the um, the personalities. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of individuals on the team, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Just vocal guys that are leaders, like Martuan. You know, he's not afraid to speak up when he's at anything. Right. And some players they can't handle that. They're not used to that. Uh, vocal players, you know, so right. they they tend to shy away. But the JUCO thing, you know, shout out to a couple of those teams that have made it work. But as far as the, you know, the whole Holcomb League, you know. Um, I actually talked about this in the player um, meeting we had last week, just about my opinions on it. So I won't get too crazy, but I think they're doing the kids a disfavor. Yeah. Agreed. You know, they're taking their money, rolling the fees into their student loans. And then the kid doesn't even make the team or doesn't play. He's still got to pay the student loan. Yep. You know, with the league, it's, there is no loans. It's, you know, you pay the fee before we play. And then, you know, you're, you're pretty much the same as the JUCO. And, you know, here here on Undrafted GM, a big theme that we have is, you know, I love to talk to people that are both, you know, in the process, have been done with football, mm-hmm. are currently coming up in football. We talk to people kind of in all walks of where their football legacy is. And so that being the case, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Part of the reason you have that team fee, and uh, I was lucky enough to talk to you about this when you were forming the league, is to keep guys eligible. 
Yeah. You know, is to keep that college eligibility, because if you're giving out scholarships or anything of that nature, you know, obviously that affects that. Eligibility. Yeah, it does. It does. So we yeah, we, we use the NCAA rulebook to keep those guys ready for college. Right. Um, we do have some modifications. We use NFL football and then we have uh, the running clock and then we have some uh, ejection penalties. But that's more of behavioral stuff. Versus yeah, nothing gameplay. that'll nothing that, you know, that's going to mess with their head when they go to college. But, you know, if they if we pay for anything or if anything's free, mm -hmm. It'll mess up their their clearinghouse won't clear them right. So we at least force our players to pay the league. Mm. Um, you know, this last year we ran a special for forty dollars, so it was very feasible for somebody to get scrounge forty bucks together to pay. Right. Um, and then when they do get the opportunity to go to D one, D two, a JUCO out of state, whatever, we're not jeopardizing anything yeah. that they're doing. And um, if anything, you're creating an opportunity for them to have more film and more access to their yeah. current experience. Yeah, cause I, I may be wrong, but I know you can be eligible up to like 32 or 35. I mean, you got to as long as you start, right. start your clock. But, right. you know, it would suck for a player to start at 18 right out of high school with us and then get Ruin the opportunity the three years later. And he's like, oh, you only got one year left. Like yeah. it, it really, you know, I wanted to build this league for the players as well as the business side of it. There's, you know, there's two aspects to it. So, um, you know, some teams, they charge a. $30 team fee and some charge 400. Yeah. Kind of just depends what they get and you know, what they're offering and all that stuff. But yeah, the, you know, the ones that, uh, that, you know, keep that honest are the ones that are trying to go somewhere. Right. And, and you know, that's, it's so important because, you know, we talked about, and that's why I mentioned the traditional Juco, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about the MCCs, the S, uh, yeah. SECs, you know, Scottsdale Mesa, obviously there were programs that were putting out division one college players. Yeah. And, um, you know, with the lack of those programs and the lack of even those coaches around the, you know, the level of play definitely has, you kind of see it eep away from Arizona. Yeah. You know, and so uh, I love what you're doing because I think that's something that kind of tries to retain some of that. Um, and we do have that in our business model because right now we play in the spring. So I've been approached by a few different people to start an actual JUCO college fall league. Really? have the kids go online and then, you know, the league would, would facilitate their sports needs. And then, you know, we would work with that college and stuff. So that is something that we're, I wouldn't say it's happening in 2021, maybe 2022. Yeah. Tossing around, tossing okay. around. Well, you heard it here first. There's some uh, awesome things on the horizon. Um, and I appreciate everybody jumping in the chat. Dwight, he's saying he's a rebel. Man, got a lot of different people in here. So we appreciate Roll you time. guys. Yeah. To see the elephant on there. That's Roll right. Time. Uh, if you guys are just now tuning in, this is Undrafted GM. I am your host, Low. To my left is Matt Archer, league owner of the AZCFL. Uh, we were just talking about the lack of JUCO programs. Uh, we talked a little bit about how Matt's made it here. But, you know, talking about going back to that talent a little bit, right? Uh, with those JUCO, we've had some guys not only, you know, arrive at the league from college, maybe even higher levels, mm -hmm. have some previous experience, but now you're even having some people leave and go to higher levels. Now, now you're getting into the favoritism, and I know where you're leading with the question. Shout out to Daniel Smith, oh, my I, man. <laughs> I actually Anybody wasn't even going to bring On a personal Daniel, level, but. he's kind of my, you know, I, I really look up to that kid. He, he played at GCC, was a receiver, came into the semi-pro league for two seasons. Um Took us to the championship our second year and uh, got a full ride to finish out his college in Alabama at Miles. Uh, went out there. I think it was like six-string quarterback or something to start. Yep. By the end of first game, he won that or lost it, lost the first game. Yep. But he got the starting spot, took him to a championship. Yep. Did it again the next year. Yes, he now did. Now he came back. He, uh, I, I, uh, I think he's moving on to a paid gig now. Yeah, I believe so he. We'll see he, what happens with that. I don't know the full details yet because he's a busy guy, but I heard right. he's potentially moving on to a bigger team that's going to pay him. So, so and that's I'm the excited. goal, right? That's, oh, yeah. that's the ultimate goal. Absolutely. If I can get kids free school or in the next level to get paid. Hey, I did my job. Absolutely. So do you think it's a situation where down the road, you know, if some of these goals that you have are accomplished, do you think it's a situation where maybe even you'll be open to welcoming scouts and different people like that? Yeah, we actually have a couple of scouts lined up for this year that are tied to a couple of teams. Oh, wow. owners. Um, I'm not going to give too much information because I just want them to show up and make get their honest opinion. And, you know, players like to show out when they know there's there's scouts in the stands. So right. but, uh, we do have some guys lined up. You know, they're they're D2 um, out-of-state JUCO guys that are looking at that level of football. You know, maybe that star high school kid with, with 
crappy grades that just didn't get looked at. Right. That's what they're they're really out here fishing for. So. So if you're watching this right now and you're sitting there thinking, hey, I need an opportunity to move to the next level. Well, get your P's and Q's together because next yeah. week is kickoff. And get your social media cleaned up. <laughs> or just delete the whole thing. Yeah, just delete the whole thing. That's Daniel. Daniel does not have he has Snapchat, I think. Yep. Like I get so frustrated trying to get a hold of him sometimes because it's just yeah. text. That's it. I'm like, dude, like, you know, but uh he did that on purpose. Yep, like he, it's a smart move. Just, you know, and it's it. Get rid of everything. Yeah, and that's you know, and I think uh, you know, from what you said, obviously you were talking about kind of the mini NFL. Um, you know, and we went through, like you said, we were talking about the championship game. We're referencing the Gridiron Football League. Mm -hmm. um, in 2018, the Spartans played the Southwest Stampede. The Arizona Spartans played the Southwest Stampede. Unfortunately, that wasn't a game that being affiliated with Spartans, we came out on the winning end of. But, um, you know, after we got to watch that and we saw a little bit of it, that clip we previewed a minute ago, uh, what are some of the things that, you know, you got to have your own uh, championship game, Lions Outlaws, obviously the Lions yeah. came out and win. Uh, what were some of the things that you took away that you tried to implement yourself? I took away from that game was a little more preparedness. The, the The facility was super small. That was one thing I took away from it. So I actually, this yesterday, me and Raf started, for you guys that don't know, Raf's my co-owner. He's a player director, um, been a good friend of mine. We own the Spartans together, you know, years ago. But That's uh, my guy. Yeah, he's my right-hand man. He's behind the scenes all the time. But we actually started looking at championship locations already for this season. Oh, wow. So, like, we need to start identifying the schools or the locations that we can house a 1,000 people versus, wow. you know, last season. I think we had over, I want to say, like, 400 maybe mm. or more. And, I mean, there was nowhere to park. It was standing room only. It was a it, it was a mess in a logistics standpoint. Yeah. Great game. It was a nail-biter. I was on my edge of my bleacher seat the whole time, you know, shout out to the Lions for winning that first, you know, season. Um, you know, unfortunately we didn't get anybody last year. So uh, just because of COVID. So we, we let them stay in, uh, in there. So, yeah. And I mean, so the Lions are the only champion of the CFL at the moment, right? right? Now, they're the reigning champs until we crown a new one in uh, hopefully May. Right. And uh, maybe not, maybe they'll be back. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, and that's, I mean, that's awesome. But so it went out pretty smoothly. It's looked like, I mean, yeah, you guys, the middle whole... of this season was a little rough. We had some issues with some teams <laughs> and some school districts and it was a, it was kind of a challenging time for me, but you know, we, we pushed through and, and we, we finished it. It may not have been the greatest of all time and, and, you know, everything I wanted to do, but we, we got it done. And, um, you know, I believe that's why 90% of the, I think we only had one team not come back the second year. Right. That's just because they decided to just, I think, fold up shop. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And that happens from time to time, definitely. Yeah. And uh, right now, if you guys are watching this, again, this is Undrafted GM. To my left, Matt Archer, owner of the Arizona Cactus Football League. We are currently on Good Talk Radio Network as well. Uh, Say What You Will Radio Network is the home and house of the Undrafted GM. Uh, be sure to go and like Undrafted GM's YouTube as well as Say What You Will Radio Network on Facebook to make sure you get updates about this. Darius Turner, I see you there in the chat. That thing's cool, man. I got to give you some props, man. Like, I like this thing. So, you guys got questions? Yeah, feel free Just to shoot in make questions. Make sure you're prepared for the answer. That's yeah, all. That's yeah. using my disclaimer if anybody <laughs> knows me. Yeah, but, so here on the Undrafted GM show, I'm not going to you know, hide anything from you. Whatever he wants to spill out, I, I don't have even bleep sounds <laughs> for you. So uh, whatever you get is what you get. But, uh, you know, I do want to take a quick commercial break coming up here. I do because we have a couple people in here right now. I want to play the second half of the uh, clip that we have of some of the talent around the league right now. If you missed the first half, okay, if you missed that intro, you don't want to go back, rewind the video. The first half of that was played and introed by Andrew Jones. Uh, but we're going to give you another taste of what you're going to see up here in the 2021 season. Football is a game of extreme persistence and determination. And the AZCFL offers the highest level of talent and elite competition in the Southwest. So get out of your seat and prepare yourself for the Arizona Cactus Football League. Had to save the best for last, huh? Hey, look, you know what? <laughs> I didn't edit it together, okay? So for those of you that are out there that are thinking I'm being super pro Spartan because I'm a part of the Spartans, I was just the guy that posted it, okay? So <laughs> I just sent the clips to my person, okay? But uh, I'll take all your backlash. It's totally fine. 
Uh, But man, shout out to everybody that were in both of those clips. Like I said, if you guys didn't get to see those, I will actually post the full thing here on the page itself. Um, I'll post the the video in the comments as well after the video is concluded. So that way you guys can watch the whole clip. I'll give it over to the CFL as well. Um, But yeah, a lot of talent out in the league this year. You're going to want to make sure uh, you, you tell your friends and family. So uh, speaking of that, because so that I, was just a fraction of the players. Well, we have small, six, seven on there. We small have, amount. We have almost. I was my goal was eight hundred this year. Yeah, and we hit eight nine or seven ninety two today. Oh, so man, I'm still holding out that we get enough players in there. So we just saw what seven of eight hundred. Like right. there's so many. There's so our much huddle talent, film's going to be huge this year. There's going to be so many plays and clips on that. So many. Yeah, and that's that's what's awesome is you know you're in a situation where the talent. And I'll be honest, you know. It, our that very first year it already had a lot there was mm-hmm. already a lot of talent that came yeah. over and um there's yeah. a lot of talent in arizona as a whole but um and if you're looking oh demons reporting if you guys are looking for demons oh, yeah. clip uh there was one in that first part as well um but yeah there's so yeah, much talent in the to, league to Jaime. Yep. yeah but how are you man it's been a while since i've seen him and actually talked to him man so if you guys are interested like i said if you have comments or questions for matt Feel free to post those in there. I'll make sure I get to those. But um, they can also call in if they want to call in. Oh, do we have the line active? The line oh. is active. 602-475-2000. Okay. Yeah, so it's rolling right there down at the bottom of the screen if you guys want to call in, uh, if you have a question for Matt. But uh, Cactus Media X, let's talk about it. Cactus Media X um, was supposed to own Say What You Will Radio, but that didn't work out. Hey, you know I'm just what? getting a stab to you guys. No, I'm, I'm be bought. I know. And and actually, I'm glad. I'm happy for you guys. This is awesome. You, you and Pops are doing a great job with this, and, and I'm excited. Out, and, and, you know, that's why we decided to sponsor it and be part of that, too, as well. I appreciate but, that. But, yeah, Cactus Media X is just something that I realized that, um, you know, recognize that as much as I'm an anti-social media guy, mm-hmm. I love doing podcasts and shows, but just the, the stuff on social media, just constantly in your face, I recognize that that's it everybody plays a big else. Role. Yeah, it plays a huge role. Right. And that was one of the things we pitched when we did it. We're going to do more marketing, do more of that stuff. So, Where else are you going to post your picture of your breakfast? My breakfast? Yeah, that's what yeah, social, social media is for, right? right? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't even eat breakfast. That's why I didn't, oh. <laughs> that's why I didn't correlate the question. And that's why, right. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so Cactus Media X is, is a company that um, me and my investment group put together. And it and it's going gonna, it's gonna to revolutionize developmental football, I think. We have six shows already lined up, ready yep. to go. Uh, mine comes out probably in March, I think, once the season gets going and things are back stable. to just totally stay like I'll do my show, Commission's Corner. Um, we're going to focus more on um, football, business, and life and how it all correlates versus more of the play breakdown and all that right. stuff. So um, that's going to be more of a life lesson. Us older guys have pops on there with me here and there so we can talk Absolutely. about things that we've experienced in our life to help the younger generation and, and how to handle situations. So it'll be more that's of beautiful. a big brother, father figure type show. I love it. Um, oh, that sounds good. I'm down for that. Yeah. There you go. So I got hopefully my, I'll rent them out to you. Yeah. I'll see what his fee is. My, right. uh, <laughs> my, my co-host, um, hopefully I'm still in talks with him. Um, and then once we confirm and we get that on that, we'll make that official. Um, he's a former uh, football uh, NFL player. Oh, nice. So, That's awesome. From the 2000s. So hopefully him and I just met up a couple of weeks ago. So we're just still getting to know each other a little bit. That's why. And then uh, I see we got um, halftime adjustments with uh, Aaron Wilkins and D. Wills, uh, D. Willis. Um, that's kind of a coach breakdown of the week's plays and stuff that they're doing. So I think we start recording uh, after the first weekend. Man, shout out to both of them. And, yeah, and that's so gonna, I'm excited about that show because that, that's, that's huge. So we're gonna they'll have plays up on and then they'll Football analyze. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna you know you get to get in the mind of a couple really good coaches Very in the league. Um, and then we got Coach D's uh, sports talk. Shout out to my man Donovan. That's more just a weekly show based on just sports in general. It's right. a solo show he does on his own, which is great. You know, he's part of Cactus Media. He's our our studio manager. So, and then what else do we got? Um, what are the other ones coming out? You had out? a new one announced today that you guys are looking for people for. Oh, yeah. So Petty Sundays, that's kind of an internal joke with the semi-pro league. You know, they kind of poke fun at everybody and stuff. Right. So we recognize that there needs to be some entertainment, too. So um, we're still working on the full concept of that and trying to get the host lined up and really make that show work. But that'll be a more of a fun right. fun show. And it may, it may not even be centered around CFL, maybe about any sports or anything. So, right. And then we got... Um, 
rushing the passer. That's a big one coming yep. out with Alexander. Yeah, roughing the passer with Alexander, Alexander Williams. Um, two weeks ago, and I'm really excited to see that show. That starts recording Monday, I think. So. Another good football mind. So within the next three to four weeks, we'll have all our shows on Cactus Media X. That's we're, awesome. We have five or six different platforms we're on, and it's going to be – we're just going to keep growing it. And uh, they'll take over. Um, and then we got CFL Live with Jesse and JR. Um, shout out to, you know, the new uh, – Co- host this uh, this year jr is coming off the the coaching bench and he's gonna hit the broadcast booth nice Jesse. so game of the weeks will be broadcasted by them um aaron's actually doing a guest spot this first weekend because jr's out of town coach Aaron. yeah so after he plays i think at like 11 or 1 he's gonna hit up into the booth with jesse so that's awesome and you know obviously we've been talking this whole time about the talent around the league um we played those clips about some of the guys in the league and you know that's great but some of the people that you're referencing for those that aren't familiar with the cactus football league as of yet um that's coach aaron wilkins of the spartans and coach dominic willis of the bucks, the bucks yeah. um and so you know that's something that Another big thing that the Cactus Football League brings a lot of coaching talent. Yeah, a that, lot. Of I think that talent. show's going to be, you know, um, halftime adjustments going to be so awesome because those two competed against each other in the ship. Yep, they did. So they, they went head to head on the field up. mentally. And, and Aaron, you know, we, we joke all the time. You know, when, when I do talk to him, is like he's a chess master. Right? He plays chess on the football field. He is my mentor, and man. So That's the guy. To have those two guys sit in a room and break down plays and pick each other's brains for the football nerd. Like I like to watch football. Logan likes to break down the plays and routes. So I, I'm not into all that. I like to watch <laughs> the action and you know, and if you're into the football nerd side of it and you're trying to, you know, figure out what coaching is about right. fo- in football at any level, that's the show to watch. For sure. And that's that's gonna be something that w- what's nice about that is that's kind of like, you know, everybody's been giving a lot of uh praise to Tony Romo because he brings a different level to the game, right? That's kind of going to be of that ilk. Um, You know, I've had a lot of personal interaction with Coach Aaron. I haven't had as much with uh, Coach Willis, but I've coached against him, different things like that, and he's you could see it on the field. I mean, yeah. you know, he even coached on the field for that championship game. Yeah, he was game. one he was, of he was the what co-defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, co-defensive and coordinator. He played in the game, and so. he was right playing middle linebacker. And in he's the game. intense too. Yeah, um, he he brings it full force, especially with the adults. He does um, high school football where he tones it down a little bit, but right. he's done some great things. On I there. believe he coaches at Highland. Is that correct? Last I heard, he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have some really good coaches. Yeah. Very you know? good. I mean, Coach Davis of the Lions. Like, this is his first year as a head coach. One. Like, I'm excited to see him. He did some great things with that yep. freshman program a couple years ago. I don't remember the school name off the top of my head. Bonnie but Davis. Isn't it Carl Hayden? It was one of them. He took them from a winless program to undefeated. That's incredible. Within the po- you know preseason to their and, – and he's been – you know, like I said, kicking ass, taking names in this league for a few years now. And that's the thing is, you know, even some of the guys that have been in these semi-pro leagues for years, what's kind of, you know, unique about your league in particular is it's now giving them an area to, you know, even take that step further yeah. into coaching and those higher personnel levels and even organizations. Um, and so, you know, you mentioned Bonnie Davis, another great guy in semi-pro as well. Um, tell me this, you know, um, She's oh, we do have a question. Katie Nussbaum says, not entirely sure if you've answered this question, but can you stream the games? So let's go ahead and clarify that because you do stream the game of the weeks. Yeah. So the game of the week is seven o'clock game. Um, we will stream that game. Um, right now we only have the full capabilities to do one game. Okay. Just because it's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of personnel. Yeah. And it's a lot of time that goes into just one game. Right. Um, the whole purpose of Cactus Media X is to build that employee base so we can eventually get to where all of our games are streamed, just like the NFL, whether they're recorded and we, we show them the next day or later that night. Right. But right now, yeah, Katie, it's just a seven o'clock on Saturday. Um, every week it is a different set of teams, though. Right. So this first game's a Phantoms Lions game. That was who I had predicted in the ship last year. So since I didn't get to see that matchup at all throughout the season, <laughs> I decided that that's the game I want to start the season. There you go. And then from there on out, it, you know, we got the Lions, Rebels. We got, I mean, the schedule will give you all of, you know, the the bigger teams, the the full-blown competitive teams that have been around a while that are really established, established right. and have the Daniel Smiths and the Eon Robinsons and the, you know, those right. Rins and those guys on there. So Right. And so where can people find the stream? So we will actually be on all of our platforms. So um, azcfl.com will get you to the the main hub. Facebook to page, right? The Facebook page. Right. Um, Cactus Media X will have it. We'll also have it on our YouTube, our Twitch. And then I think the team pages, we, we do have um, 
you know, we have the capabilities. Shout out to my man, Dwight, who runs our social media. He can actually restream it to all of the different yeah. team pages, too. So that's right. something we're working on with the team to try to get them more really going. And what's <laughs> unique about that is is most of them. But uh, yeah. so he was referencing the AZCFL.com. That'll take you to their main Facebook page. You're going to want to go like Arizona Cactus Football League on Facebook. Um, on there, I can personally attest, most of their platforms are already tied into that Facebook page. Yeah. So if you go on there, it'll pretty much shoot you everywhere you go. Um <laughs> AZCFL underscore Intel uh, is on their Instagram page. We actually got it changed. Oh, did you? I finally got the AZCFL.official. Okay, there you go. I had to strong arm my wife to get it off her phone. There you go. But I got it. So it's actually AZCFL.official now. Dot official. Okay, so that's yeah. their Instagram. Um, and I believe you guys even have a YouTube channel up right now. Yep, correct? just uh, Google Cactus Football League and it will pop up. There's not a whole lot on there. We, we got it a few years ago, but we didn't do anything with it. But right. now it's like all of our new shows, everything that we're doing. I think we even restreamed or reposted yours on there. So yep. it might be sharing there too. But, you know, you can, we're not hard to find. Right. Like some of the other leagues, you don't even know if they exist anymore. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing's been updated in years. So, right. but no, we're, we're definitely out there. Right. So. And, you know, I, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Um, so, you know, we're getting close to the end of our hour. So I want to hit you with some tough questions now. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Give me your season predictions, at least for week one. I need to know the matchups. Here, let's, let's go ahead. We'll go down it. So we'll start with the first the, one that the, I know off the top of my head. Disclaimer, you guys will get my full my full analysis next week. Uh, Commission Picks comes out on Thursday. On, okay, on so we website. are releasing those again. Yes, I am doing those by myself this year. Um, I'll give a quick breakdown of each team matchup and my predictions. And uh, hopefully some guys will get motivated to show up. Now, does that, if I am correct, does that come out on the league site? Yeah, it's it's on our actual league page, but we we share the link to um, and, um oh Jaime, yeah, right now, dude, there we are only in uh, Phoenix for just start. Tucson is still shut down completely, at least until the end of uh, March, from what I'm being told. If that changes, we will have your guys' home games back down there. Man, and you know that definitely something to work around because I believe that originally they had a week one matchup, but now they're on a bye. Is that correct? Yeah, we had a team uh, unfortunately um, sh- shut down, you know, a couple of weeks ago, so that created a bye for throughout the week, and we just been struggling to get, you know, a, a competitive team to play the Thunder, just because that's that's one of the bigger teams. So, yeah, and they they're the one of the most established so as far as the Tucson teams. Yeah, no, I got you. It's it's just taking a minute here, but um. I know, you know, in particular, oh, it's not going to be. We'll on start the. Uh, oh, I got them all on here. We, I posted them myself. You remember? Okay, go ahead. Um, let's start with the uh, Owls and Spartans matchup. Owls and Spartans matchup. Um, you know, this is a tough one for me, just because obviously, let people think I'm biased towards one team, but I think the Owls are gonna gonna pull this one out. And I, I already wrote this in my predictions. Been having it for a couple of, uh, you know, weeks now. It's been sitting on my desk, but uh, yeah. I'm putting my money on the Owls just because I think they have some secret weapons though that nobody knows about. You know, I know they got a new quarterback in. Uh oh. Who? I don't know his I name. What you did there. It was Daniel's uh Daniel's yep. quarterback from high school. Right. They wouldn't even tell me the name of the kid. So oh, okay. um <laughs> other than that, but they know who they are. Right. Um, you know, I'm excited to see uh, you know, uh see what Charles does with that defense now that the head the owner head coach, the Owls moved over to defense and how him and Aaron will match up against each other. Um, it's going to be exciting. I will actually be there for that game just okay. because I want to. I'll be at that field for the first half of the day, and then I'll be back over at Cortez. On so, that any Spartans watching right now? But Donald is he upset? He 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 doesn't know me yet, so he's yeah, gonna see, really, he's, he's, he's going to hate me by to, the end of the season. Right, right. He's not used to. <laughs> well, he can read the last what, first year predictions. That's true. Remember, I, I, They're I, still I up there. That's there. right. And I think I was a one hundred percent accuracy on those earlier one. Interesting. Not score, we'll go not back the and, score, but who won and lost. Right. We'll have to go back and check that out. I think so. Um, let's go ahead and go uh, Bucks Rebels. I got to give this one to the Rebels. Okay. And only because I don't know who the OC is on the Bucks. Ooh, interesting. I know the defense, D Will. Okay. I know Rico's their quarterback. They got some good receivers. I don't know if they picked up a line yet, but I do know that without an OC, Ed's defense is going to just fluker in Hollywood are going to just and Dwight and 
Peanut and those do that Rebels. The defense on the Rebels is yeah, that Rebels defense has been probably one of the best years. in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, for for years they've yeah. been ferocious. Um, now, obviously, this is a team that was around for the last year. The GFL, um, they are you know new technically to the CFL. Um, the Hawks are actually at the West Valley Headhunters. So this game's going to be interesting, only because I don't know much about the Headhunters. Last year they struggled just because they came from a different league. A lot of players didn't want to come over. Right. Um, they had a slow start. Then the COVID hit, and it, it that, you know, so they're to me the Headhunters. They're they're a championship team from the AZFL, and and their coach has been you know there since then. Yeah, they they're a definitely storied team. They yeah. they have a lot of history yeah. behind them. I'm just hoping this is the year that they you know they are what everybody thought they were. Right. But um, I'm going to give that one honestly probably to the Hawks just because I know the quarterback and the head coach. A little more, I'm more familiar with them, right? So I can at least kind of predict what they're gonna do. Okay, so you heard it here first. So uh, that'll be Hawks there, um, Lions Phantoms. Let's go ahead and pick the game of the week. That one's gonna be tough. I I, I wrote in my thing and, and I'll get more in depth in my predictions, but I think the Phantoms only because of the coaching. It's the only reason I think Derek is gonna out coach Fonny just because it's Fonny's first year, really man in the ship, being the man. And, and I don't know much about his head coaching experience. Right. And I know what Derek did to us in that first year. Remember we were up 24 to zero at halftime? Yes, yes, and yes, And he went I in there do. and smacked somebody in the halftime and came Parham. out and just mutilated us. And I was just kind of like shocked. He outcoached us. Yeah. Because we were, we were dominating them on the field, but he outcoached us. So I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a nail biter the first half. I see it probably being six, seven, right? And in the second half, is when it's going to really, someone's going to take off, right? And that's the previous reigning, current reigning champions, the uh, Lions, the Cavalry Lions, right there. Um, you know, that's something that, uh, I mean, that's a big prediction to predict they're going to go down week one. So, yeah, uh, just real quick, it's if just you are coach talent wise, I think they're evenly matched. Andrew's got that defense dialed in with Ben. Man, you know, I don't know much about the quarterback and the offense because Fisher and uh, and John did that, you right. know, so. Well, just really quick uh, with Good Talk Radio, if you're listening right now, we are streamed on there as well. Um, we are currently being streamed or again, we are over Good Talk Radio, but uh, sorry, technical issues there. But uh, for that, if you're still listening to this, our hour is concluded. Um, you'll be able to hear that audio on Good Talk Radio. But if you are still here, feel free to stick around. We're going to keep going. We got Matt for a little bit more, oh, cool. um, but we're going to go ahead and take a break. OK, and we're back. And so we just have to make sure we segue that out for the Good Talk Radio listeners. Yeah, but awesome. if you're still tuned in with us, we really appreciate you. This is Undrafted GM, Matt Archer. I'm sure they studio. will now because they're, they're all going to be listening. Yeah, to now they team. want the game yeah. predictions. You see why I say this till the end, right? Yeah, because then we get that listening time. But so if you're still tuned it, in, chime in, man. In all reality, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fight. I mean, yeah. literally, like it's going to be a back and forth. That Lions half, Phantoms yeah. game is going to be insane. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, yeah, the, the Lions are very talented. They're young. They're together. The Phantom are a bunch of guys, vets, a bunch mm -hmm. of guys that just know they're football. football smart. Yeah. Yep. And so it's they're always rugged teams. Um, Katie said it's a great show. You have to stick around. Listen to her advice, man. Stick around. So if how much you guys pay her to like so hit, hit on? That's our sponsor. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Nut <laughs> Tree Designs on, on Company. The, last week's show, she was hitting it. I was like, oh, I like yep. that girl. She's, she's yeah. Like, that is. Katie Nussbaum, she's Katie, the owner of Nut Tree Design Company out there on Exe. Uh, you have to check her out. Another great, great opportunity for gifts there, uh, especially if you messed up Valentine's Day, guys. I mean, you know, that's on you. But um, getting back to the picks. So right now, let's go ahead and recap. Al Spartans, you have the Owls, mm -hmm. right? Um, Hawks Headhunters, you have the Hawks. Yep. Lions Phantoms, you have the Phantoms. Yeah, not by much. Not by, by much. Maybe one or two points. Okay. Or maybe a field goal or a one miss. possession, you'll say. Yeah, one possession. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so this is also a new team in the league, but we're gonna go uh the Reapers, they are not new, but the Reapers with the Granite Mountain Silverbacks. This is gonna be a good game. Um if if, if the Silverbacks travel with the team that I saw at practice two weeks ago, the Reapers are gonna be in trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a team that's been around for a little bit. Oh, Donald, I love it, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep that same energy. That's that's our guard right there. Yep. Uh, Playing my position. I hope he's not wearing my number. Hey, man, you know what? He's not right now, but we might need to switch it up after these predictions. Huh, Donald, I'll put it in the notes. Don't worry. Uh, there you go, Zach. Zach, me and Zach see me and Zach are on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Al's by 18, he said. Uh, shout out the uh, Silverback. So 
Jaime yeah. says silverbacks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, interesting. So it's all about traveling for them. Yeah. Okay. It, it's proven. Any team that, that travels, if they travel well, they do well. Oh, for sure. So the Demons, they, they came up here a couple times. Jaime, he was probably on the team too. They had, I think it was first, second week they came up. They had really they only had like 20 guys. Yep. And they really struggled. And then towards the end of the season, they, they came started up for that playoff game, playoff smacked game and they they smacked they showed them. the world. And then yep. I real and what I found out was most of the players that traveled, they were only playing in, in Tucson. Right. They weren't traveling to Phoenix. Exactly. Well, for playoffs, you know, she pretty much said either you come or get, the, <laughs> get right. off the get team. Out. So yeah. the whole team came. So if they travel well. You know, that's one thing about the outlaws. They travel well. He gets them a bus. The whole team goes down, and they do really well down in Tucson. So I do want to give a quick Tucson shout-out to my guy, DeQuavin Brooks. He is a dog. If you guys don't know about him, he's got to be on your radar. He's Every time the Spartans match up against him, he always likes to give us a little bit of a run. Uh, Coy Randall says, Silverback's running it this year. Hey, uh, maybe, maybe in their division. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, I do want to address that before we keep going with the picks. Okay. We realigned a little bit this year. You, yeah. you kind of made some adjustments. Talk about that. So we re we realigned the divisions to give every team uh, an an equal opportunity to have an evenly matched, you know, component or opponent. Right. Last year was a round robin, so a lot of teams were just you know forty something to zero at halftime, and you know it was a lot of stuff going on. So when I looked at that, like, how do we make a team that's brand new, that's invested this money, that's got 25 guys want to stick around all year. Right. Nobody wants to pay and just keep getting whooped every, you know, they don't, right. they, they want to go out. So we realigned a little bit. There is crossover games, so we could give everybody the opportunity to at least experience what it's like to play an established Lions, Phantoms, Outlaws team. Yeah. And they get to see what that, what they're building towards. Yeah. But at the same time, they can still, you know, win the games and be competitive. So, do you think that's something that you're trying to build to help, you know, kind of promote the future of the league? Is it yeah. something that yeah. you kind of want to be mm -hmm. able to have them see the model? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 until we do it, and we, you know, prove the concept or disprove the concept, right? You know, I'm open to changing it. You know, right now it it looks like it'll work. You know, we're gonna let the you know the second conference um will have a four game four team playoffs. So two of those, those two winners will move into the actual playoffs. So okay. they do get a chance to play for the title. Beautiful. And you know, and, and yeah, at least giving them the opportunity to make it, you know, they're seven, eight seed, but Hey, you know what? That's better than, you know, the Browns got. So eight team playoff. If you guys are out there listening right now, yeah, better make the cut in your conference guys. Yep. So, so you said four each conference, so six right? From the six from the, I think it's the world conference. Six. And then the Chaloya, Chaloya. We're taking the, uh, the uh, two so the top, the top two four points. seeds will play you know like a Beautiful. basically a wild card style game right. and those two winners will move into the seven eight and then that'll be our playoff bracket hey here we go here we go because really at the end of the day anybody that's in the saguaro that's below six they're pretty evenly matched talent wise mm. it's going to be the organization's a little bit better structured that's gotcha. why you're in the bigger division gotcha so. um yeah, I mean the demons. I did that playoff game last year. I caught that. That was that was pretty exciting, or rather, two years ago now. Yeah. But um, so getting back to the commissioner's picks, which I know I'm airing out early, but hey, no, you know good. you volunteered. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh, another game we have coming up: uh, Roll Tide Outlaws. This one's gonna be hard. That's I a think, tough one. I think I gave it to the Outlaws. Okay, just because they got the same coaches they've had for 25 years. Quite literally, so they work. They literally know each other inside and out. They haven't. They've been in every scenario that I'm aware of that you can experience in the semi-pro football. Right. Championships, wins, losses, playoff defeats, not making playoffs, having 20 guys. You know, they've literally navigated everything. So yeah, they ran the game um, for sure. And the Roll Tide are still a new team, a newer team. They're right. still building. You know, they got hell of a quarterback, Jake. You know, but you're going up against Tony Aguilar, who's a champion, older guy that's smart as heck. So as long as he can stay protected, they're going to do that, you know? Yeah, and shout out to uh, Bo Battle and what he's building over there. Oh, yeah, the and I don't want to take they're, anything away from Bo. He's doing a great job. He he's is. doing it right. He's starting at the bottom, you know, in a sense. like He's building that foundation. is going right. to be solid. They just, not to get too much into their personal stuff, but they definitely, definitely working on their own facility yeah like own practice facility right now that's awesome yeah well you know it, it's great to see them continue to grow um oh we got a noted from a roll tie guy 
He said, yeah. noted. Hey, man, you know what? Whatever fuel you need to use for the fire, Darius Turner, he's new to this league, but that playoff setup sounds legit. Can't wait. Uh, spoiler alert, he's actually a new Spartan. So, uh, oh yeah, shout out Darius Turner. He's actually going to be playing for me Should've a lot on, on special team. teams. Oh, man. Stay on the other team. I am not going to let you trash <laughs> this, okay? This is my it, show, Your, your team it. now couldn't handle me. Hey. Like our first year. That's all I did was talk shit on the practice field. <laughs> hey, man, look, whatever works, works. <laughs> uh, let's see. So another pick for you. Scorpions, the Desert Scorpions, are facing the Avondale Tigers, new team to the league. Yeah, new to the league. I think they did in the one year in the DFL. The Tigers did. Mm. Um, you know, honestly, really, Scorpions, man. That's my team. I tell people all the time, if I didn't was affiliated with the Spartans, that's where I would have been. Yeah. Coach Dre and, and what he's building over there and those players. They didn't have a lot of wins. No, they fought. But they if fought you like watch hell. the game film, those dudes would go. They'd bear, my one of my slogans is bury bodies in the desert. Like they'll bury bodies in the desert for each other. Like that's how committed they are to each other. Yeah, and just having a team. Yeah, um, you know, and you know, shout out to Coach Dre. I, I just to pictured that scene from Casino. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Oh, yeah. that was a horrible scene. That's a great movie. Yeah. No, that's the Scorpions, though. Like, they literally, like, they will do whatever they can for each other. And unfortunately, sometimes that's not the smartest things. But, but no, I, I give it to Dre. He's had two years to build that. He's got a hell of a quarterback now. They got, they actually have some linemen, you know, and a defensive coach. And, and so we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really exciting to see them because they definitely built from the ground up, like you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, building that foundation. And I actually had an opportunity to talk uh, with him. Um, but, and then uh, one thing I did want to confirm, the West Valley Titans, do they have a game this week? Yeah. Because uh, we have a to-be-determined on their schedule as of the moment. But the Thunder is the only one that uh, shouldn't have a game this week. Yeah, the Thunder have a bye. Yeah, they're playing. Um, no, they should have a component. A we'll have to check into that. If any of you guys are from the West Valley Titans, make sure you post that there. Who, who would they be? I don't have the schedule in front of me. But, I don't even think we posted the new one. That's why I'm... Yeah, so the week one is... Based on what everything that happened is obviously you were scheduled right now to kick off two weeks ago. It's supposed to be on the 13th. Yep. Um, got pushed back. Oh, it's the Titans and Demons. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Jaime. There you go. It, that's, I think that's a crossover game. Um, yeah. Jaime, thank you. And, and uh, yeah, Demons by a lot. By a lot? Yeah, just because the, the Titans, I don't think they're ready for a Demons type of football game. Oh, man. Like I said, they tra- the Demons travel well. They'll, they're going to do great. If they travel like they did the first year with 20 guys, it, it's going to be a hell of a fight. Right. You know, it's going to be a dog fight. But if they come up here fully loaded with the 47 people I got on their roster, <laughs> it's going to be fun. He said 4 p.m. at Sunny Slope. Uh, shout out to Andrew Jones for the comment. And obviously, you're my guy. I'm already biased. But he says, not going to lie, my sergeant's days, which he's referring to the Central Valley sergeants. Uh, we went in there like, hey, it's just the Scorpions, but they were tough as hell. Had to step it up. Respect. Yep. Uh, and that that's pretty much you know, the theme of those teams that build from the bottom, right? Always underestimated, always, you know, not viewed correctly. Oh, we'll talk about the Lions. Yep. Period. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to the Lions, man. man. He took that team. I think we played them that first 18 year. 18 cats or something like that. No, I think it was less than that. Might have been. I know they had on the field 13. I remember the score of that game, too. 66 yeah. to 6. Yeah. And he took that. And within two years, they won the championship. Yep, look at that. They they turned around. And and I think a lot of people came to that team just because of his heart and his belief in what he was building. Yeah, and that's why I think a lot of people came to Spartans too. A lot those teams that you know they call them the bottom feeder teams or the dog teams. That's the reason why people go there. Right, it's the culture within the team. Right. And that's the thing, you know, especially in this league, I think another thing that you're doing awesome is, you know, you talked about building that business, treating it like a business. People want to see people care about the business. And so and and uh, you'll see that teams that owners that care about business, the teams, the owners, and they put everything into it. The players will do anything for them. Right. The teams where, you know, the coaches don't show up or, you know, they have those owners that are just like, shouldn't be here. Yeah. The teams struggle. Yeah. You know, so but anyways. Well, is that know, it? Is that all of them? That's that's the roundup for the week. I so so let me uh, let me pick your brain with the ultimate end goal. If everything goes according to plan, we have the full season. Do you have a prediction who will be in your championship game? My championship game, I, I actually, you know, I'm very biased on this one. If everybody stays healthy, I'm going to actually, you know, give it to the uh, to the Phantoms, and I think it'll be the Lions. Phantoms and Lions yeah. for the championship game. Well, you heard it here first. Ain't gonna be the Spartans. I'll tell you okay. that. Okay. Oh man. I'll Keep make sure it it's not. Keep going. Oh, he said it'll make sure. 
So I just start, you know, doing so, little uh, side stuff, yeah. <laughs> but too early. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree, is, Jaime. Is. I, We're going to have to see week one who really shows up. I'll come back in the middle of the season and we can really dissect it. And, and I'm glad you said that. I'm going to have you back in the middle of the season. Then yeah. I'm going to have you back at the end of the season, too. So that way we can talk about everything that happened during season. Yeah. But, well, I appreciate everyone that is tuned in right now. Uh, he said, see, I love it. That's what I was hoping would happen is all those comments of upset players. You know why? Competition. Yeah. Competition. I love it. Um, but if you guys tuned in, thank you so much. This Appreciate is Undrafted it. GM. I'm here with my man, Matt Archer, owner of the AZCFL. If you guys missed anything, we had some awesome clips of the talent around the league. Make sure to go back and check those out. If you have questions, anything like that, put those in the comments. I'll get them to Matt. Make sure we get in touch with you. Um, but other than that, please be safe. Please stay healthy. Um, we're looking forward to kick off next week. See you in the playoffs. I personally will make sure I see you there. Uh, but we will see you guys next week. I'll for see kickoff. everybody in the playoffs. Yeah, you will. <laughs> That's right. I'll be there. But we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much.